ESPN Central Texas. You look at the incoming teams, Ken Palm ran the same simulation, and uh, with the four teams coming in, uh, we'd still be the number one ranked basketball conference. So uh, the Big 12, uh, just like each and every year, uh, every night is a, uh, a war, and uh, you, you become a much better coach going against uh, the great coaches in this league. Now, back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears. John Morris. It's Coach Scott Drew again from Kansas City today. Big 12 media days there wrapping up. Uh, in fact, they already have wrapped up, and our guys are on their way back to Central Texas. Thoughts about what the Big 12 will look like when uh, BYU and Houston and Cincinnati and UCF join the league. And basketball-wise, uh, Coach Drew, you heard him say, it's going to be better. It's going to be as good or better than the league is right now. So we certainly look forward to that. Look forward to the addition of those four schools. And let's get uh, let's get the uh, rundown on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Man with his finger on the pulse there, the Bearcats, the voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats. Dan Hoare joins us from Cincy. Hey, Dan, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being on with us. John, thanks for the invite. I hope to have an intro to a show someday that says the voice of the national champion, Cincinnati Bearcats. That must be nice to hear on a regular basis. Uh, you know, it doesn't get old, I'll tell you. It does not get old. <laughs> we'll ride that horse as long as we can, for sure. Thanks for, uh, thanks for noticing that, Dan. That's great. Hey, appreciate you being on. We were talking basketball there, and it's the Big 12 Media Days today. Uh, what about Cincinnati and basketball and how you think that uh, their, your basketball program will fit in here in the Big 12? Well, it's going to take a little while to compete with the likes of Baylor and Kansas and some of the teams that have been so dominant in the Big 12 just because Cincinnati is going through a coaching change. Just hired Wes Miller this year from UNC Greensboro, where he did a phenomenal job over the last 10 years. And he's uh, struck it rich so far in recruiting. I think the Big 12 is going to help where that is concerned. So I think it's only a matter of time before Cincinnati is one of the better teams in the league. Prior to last year, Cincinnati has had a streak of nine straight trips to the NCAA tournament. Obviously, very few schools can say that. So a little bit of a brief downturn just because of the coaching change. But I think in a very short period of time, Cincinnati will be one of the powerhouse programs in the Big 12. A real rich history, though, with Cincinnati and basketball. And a lot of that uh, was uh, from the time when Bob Huggins was there. No question. It really got rolling under Coach Huggins. He took Cincinnati to the Final Four in his third year as the head coach, and they went to the NCAA tournament for 14 consecutive years when he was the head coach. After he left, uh, Cincinnati briefly hit the skids, and then Mick Cronin took over as head coach, rebuilt the Bearcats into a, an annual powerhouse, and, and now he was on the verge of playing for the national championship last year uh, as the head coach at UCLA. So the tradition is there. The fan support is there. Um, it goes all the way back to back-to-back national championships in 61 and 62. And while they have not won another title since, they have been back to the Final Four a few times, and, and we're optimistic that the Big 12 will help Cincinnati get back. That's going to be cool. What, uh, what are your thoughts, Dan, and, and kind of the, the pulse of the Bearcat uh, family on joining the Big 12 Conference? It's a lifesaver for Cincinnati's athletic department because you're trying to compete – with the schools and the, the so-called Power Five conferences when you are outside of it. So you have to pay uh, like you're a member. 
but you're trying to do it with a tiny fraction of the revenue. Cincinnati gets about $7.5 million from TV as a member of the American Athletic Conference. And as you know, if you're in the Big 12 or the Big 10 or the SEC, you're talking more than $40 million a year from TV. So seven and a half annually in comparison to 40 plus just doesn't add up over time. Now, I know there's a fear in the Big 12 right now that you're going to lose TV revenue based on where you are. But from Cincinnati's perspective, it's going to be a huge upgrade in that department. That's going to allow them to you know, continue to pay their coaches, to continue to invest in facilities and all of the things you need to do to compete. Yeah. What's the uh, – and we don't know when Cincinnati will become a member. We know about BYU because they're an independent. They'll join July 1st, 2023. But in whatever time it is for the uh, on-ramp for Cincinnati, what are some things you think that the school wants to get done before they actually join and are a, a full member of the Big 12? Well, they've already announced uh, that they are trying to uh, raise the funds to build a football, an indoor football facility that would not only include indoor practice fields and that kind of thing, but put all of the strength and conditioning and offices and everything like that under one roof. So that's the number one capital uh, project that they have in the pipeline. But, you know, you're trying to hold on to a great coach in Luke Fickle. You're paying him well for the American Conference. He's making about $3.5 million a year. But in comparison to the best coaches in the Power Five, that's fairly low. So uh, holding on to him for as long as humanly possible is going to be a major goal of this athletic department. And will it help? I mean, knowing the Big 12's right around the corner, would that help maybe uh, get him to, to, to stay there? I think so. I think it probably eliminates maybe some jobs that he might have considered if they become available. Uh, Luke Fickle was born and raised in Columbus. He played for Ohio State. He was an assistant coach there for nearly 15 years, part of two national championships at Ohio State. So if and when the Ohio State job becomes available, if it's offered to him, he'll take it, and we will shake his hand and congratulate him on going (laughs) home. Um, He's Catholic. If Notre Dame were to open up, uh, that would be an understandable fit. But it's some of the other schools that are a little bit further away. Uh, USC, for example, the athletic director there is the same guy that hired him at Cincinnati. So naturally, there's been a lot of speculation that USC will try to lure him away. And uh, I certainly won't blame them for trying. They should. But I I really don't see him leaving uh, for a school that far away. He's got six kids. Four of them are still very young. His oldest child is playing for him at Cincinnati. So I'm not sure they want to uproot right now and, and go to a different part of the country to start all over again. Uh, and, and by the time that they're in the Big 12 and, and have a chance to annually compete for a national championship instead of having to you know, have just the perfect set of circumstances as a group of five schools to have any chance whatsoever, those are the kinds of things that we hope will help keep him at Cincinnati for a long time. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, he's doing a great job? I mean, that's stating the obvious, but a great job. I didn't realize till I was looking at your notes. Fifteen and one since last year, thirty-seven and six going back to two thousand and eighteen. What a what a consistent winner uh, Luke Fickle has made for the Bearcats. It's been incredible, and the top two teams right now in the AP poll are Georgia and Cincinnati. <laughs> Those two teams met in the Peach Bowl on New Year's Day, and Cincinnati had the game won until Georgia hit a 53-yard field goal with less than five seconds to go. So I know the rosters have changed a little bit, 
since New Year's Day of last year, but not all that much. Uh, you don't suddenly arrive in the top two spots in the AP poll with a bunch of new players. You do it because you have great veterans coming back. And uh, I think that's a pretty strong testament to just how good this Cincinnati team is. I know fans around the country might uh, poo-poo their, their strength of schedule and the quality of their league, but they went toe-to-toe with Georgia in the game prior to the start of this year. And uh, I would love to see them get the opportunity to play against a team like that again at the end of this season. Dan Horde, our guest, voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Cincinnati Bengals. And, uh, Dan, do you think uh, the, the uh, pending uh, move to the Big 12 Conference, do you think that starts impacting recruiting now, like coaches in all sports can kind of use that when they're on the recruiting trail? 100%. And I'll be honest, I think they used even the notion of it before they got into the (laughs) Big 12. I think they probably told recruits that they were kind of the most attractive girl at the dance that didn't have a dance partner. And if and when uh, changes happened in conference realignment, they were likely to, uh, you know, get a a spot in the Big 12 or, or one of the other conferences had it gone in that direction. So now that it's official, now that they have that uh, Big 12 logo uh, on display on campus, that's probably the number one thing that they are pitching and recruiting. That would not surprise me one bit. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I'd do the same thing, you know, if I was in that position. What about facilities? Are you uh, comparable to other Big 12 schools, you know, as far as you know, uh, facility-wise? Well, that's a major reason why Cincinnati is in the position that it's in right now. Uh, within the last 10 years, they've spent $87 million to renovate the football stadium and $86 million to renovate the basketball arena. So wow. the basketball arena is as good as you'll find anywhere. And the football stadium is great. It's just a little bit smaller than some of the powerhouse schools in your league and some of the other leagues. It seats about 40000 Uh They do have the ability to add some more seats if there's a need. Uh, they could also play games at Paul Brown Stadium where the Bengals play if they had to. That seats 65000 uh, but while it's a 40,000-seat stadium, uh, like I said, they just put $87 million in it, so it's very, very nice. Wow. Well, we're looking forward to that day, whenever that is, and uh, you're great to be on with us today. How do you, what, what's the, uh, doing both, Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati and the Bengals, uh, what are some of the uh, tricky turns you have to make from uh, Saturday <laughs> to a Sunday? <laughs> Well, it, it does get hairy from time <laughs> to time. I, I joke that the, the day that the NFL schedule comes out every year is the most nerve-wracking day of my year because at that <laughs> right. point, the college schedule is already out. So now I know, okay, which weekends are going to be really tricky, and there always are a few. But let me tell you about the weekend I've got coming up. Okay, The Bearcats play at Navy. That's in Annapolis, Maryland. The Bengals play in Baltimore. Oh. 40 minutes oh. away. So, <laughs> Couldn't be any closer, Roger right? Goodell, yeah, Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, was born in the same hospital that I was born in, in yeah. tiny Jamestown, New York. I think Roger recognized our roots and did me a solid. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely did. Hey, that's great. Well, man, it's great to visit with you. I hope uh, we'll have many more of these conversations in the years to come, but thanks for being on with us today. My pleasure. Look forward to being part of the Big 12 Broadcasters crew. I know you guys are great, so it's going to be a lot of fun. That's great, Dan. Thanks very much. Dan Hoare, the voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Cincinnati Bengals.